Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back. This is I Am Broken, formerly known as Broken, Strength Under Control. I'm your host, Robin, and I would like to thank you for joining me. But before I get started, gracious and heavenly Father, I come before you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercies, Father God, that they are fresh and new daily. Now, Lord, I just ask that you be my mouth tonight, Father God, that I'm just a vessel. I'm willing and available, Father God, and use me as you deem fit. I thank you for the platform that you have given to me. I thank you for the ears that will hear this word. I thank you, Father God, that not only will we be hearers of your word, but doers also of your word. Now, if there be anything in me that's not like you, Father God, I just ask for forgiveness and believing in faith. Where I'm faithless, you are still yet faithful to purify and cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. And so, Lord, for that, I just say thank you for forgiveness. I thank you for your love and your compassion. I thank you most importantly for your son and your spirit, his blood and your love, Father God. And so, Lord, even as you extend your hand to me today, grace and mercy, Father God, that is sufficient for me, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that I will do the same for someone else, Father God, including myself, Father God. And so, Lord, I just thank you. Have your way. And I thank you for the ears that will hear. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Well, welcome back to another Tuesday with me. Um, I hope you all have had a good weekend or you had a good weekend, an interesting week so far. Um, it's been, you know, real crazy over the last couple of days. Of course, you know, yesterday was Valentine's Day. I don't know about any rest of y'all, but it's Used to be one of my favorite holidays, and I look forward to Valentine's Day because I am just truly a hopeless romantic, and I love everything about love. But ever since my grandmother passed, um, Valentine's Day is really not really my favorite holiday anymore. Um, it was then that some years back before she passed that we got the news that she was going to hospice. And it was right around Valentine's Day weekend. And so I've never looked at Valentine's Day the same. Thankful for my mom and my sister um, and my sweet aunt. She's 90 years old, y'all. I pray God gives me longevity such as that. Um, but I called her on yesterday just to talk to her. Um, and I said to her, happy Valentine's Day, Aunt Mary. And she said, well, happy Valentine's Day to you. She said, you can be my Valentine today. And I just, it just melted my heart for her to say that. Um, and then I got to see my cute little granddaughter. Oh my gosh, y'all. She is just the highlight of my day most days, especially when I get to see her little face. Um, but she's growing. She's two months old and my son and, um, her, his wife, you know, they do a really good job with her. And so just real grateful and thankful uh, for my grandchildren as well as my children. Um, so tonight, you know, <laughs> I thought it would be kind of cool. I know it's been Black History Month. And honestly, you know, I'm very grateful and thankful for all those who paved the way for African-Americans um, today the things that people did before us. Great, very grateful for the things that was created and done, um, you know, basically. Uh, but 
I've just kind of been doing something different. You know, this is my happy place now. My podcast is my happy place. It's become my happy place. And so tonight I'm going to be talking about a thorn in my flesh. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all sit on that one for a minute. A thorn in my flesh. Yeah. Second Corinthians 12, 7 through 10 says, unless I should be exalted above measure, by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and in reproaches in needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That was Paul that wrote this. And, uh, you know, I don't know about any of y'all, but when you think about a thorn, of course, in the natural, a visual sense of what a thorn is, it's a stiff, sharp pointed, straight or curved, woody projection on the stem or other part of a plant. It's basically can be looked at as a source of discomfort, annoyance or difficulty, an irritation or obstacle. So now... Again, when we think about it in the natural, we think about the thorns on a rose bush. You know, they, they prickly, they stick, cause you pain, you know. Um, but I believe that what Paul was referring to was not that thing that we see in the natural as the little prickly thing, but literally persecution, hardship. That's what he was talking about. And uh, and basically, I thought that this was interesting because when you read it, it's almost like it is a oxymoron, so to speak. But we know that God is not a God who would inflict pain upon us. Now, the thorn was given to Paul was a messenger of Satan. That was when he was caught up in the third heaven. Now, keep in mind, Paul wrote about this thorn. Well, actually, he, he wrote about traveling to the third heaven 14 years prior to when he wrote to what he wrote in 2 Corinthians 12. He just could not tell us if it was an in-body or out-of-body experience. So now. When you think about a thorn, you think about challenges or struggles that we either live with or endure for a certain period of time. So now, if we're going to be real honest, let me just tell you all a couple of things that's been a thorn in my flesh here. First thing is, is my weight. It's been a thorn in my flesh. So I'm being very transparent right now. Why? Because... I thought by taking certain things out of my diet, I would be good, y'all. 
We learned last week that you really shouldn't go shopping when you're hungry, right? Because, you know, you buy all kinds of different things. And when I go to the grocery store, I don't go because I'll be hungry. I go because I meal prep from week to week and I don't buy a lot of food. I just buy enough for the week, basically. The problem is, is that since I've cut out certain things, it feels like I've been eating more of other things, y'all. But this weight been a thorn for a minute now because ever since I moved to Charlotte, I've been here now for coming up on, I believe, five years. Coming up on five years. And I have picked up about, I would say, a good 45 pounds at least. And you might say, well, that's not a whole lot in the last five years. It is when... You got a closet full of clothes that you can't get your hefty butt in. (laughs) And we can say all day that this pandemic, you know, all this other stuff. Um, I stopped exercising. It's been almost a year since I've been in the gym um, because there were some things going on back then. And it was very intense for me. And truthfully speaking, I was done with the gym because I really I was really working hard. And wasn't really seeing the results of it. I felt like I was bulking up, like I was getting bigger. And I was thinking, that's the direct opposite of why I'm going and dang near killing myself seven days out of the week. Even on rest days, going in, doing cardio, you know, killing myself dang near. And wasn't really seeing the results. And I just trying to count macros and all this other stuff, you know, it was just a lot. And my body was like, girl, since when, you know, so you culminate that with the stress of an irritating job. You got irritating coworkers. You're going to work out thinking that you burning off that excess of energy. That's negative. Yeah. No direct opposite. The other thorn in my flesh <laughs> relationship. Most of the people that know me, they know that I desire to be in a relationship, a good, wholesome relationship, one where we can have fun, where we can laugh, where we can go, you know, on trips and different things like that. Go see some things, things that I have not done in my life, Um, because most know I, I was a single mom and my kids are grown and gone. And now I am trying to figure out where God is taking me. And so it has definitely been um, just a lonely road at times. Um, The path have just, yeah, (laughs) been a struggle. It's been a struggle. Um, but But I've decided that I just wasn't going to settle just for the sake of saying that I have someone in my life. So granted, my friends and everybody's like, well, how do you expect to meet anybody if you don't go anywhere? That's a true concept. I really don't go anywhere. I'm a homebody. Um, And not because I'm paranoid about the pandemic or the virus or anything like that. It's just don't really have the desire to go anywhere. So I'm usually here at home and I'm comfortable here at home. However, I haven't met anyone um, as of yet, Uh, but I'm believing that before this year is out, he on his way. He going to be here. We, you know, we, we going to meet up and we going to do the doggone thing, period. Because I truly just realized that I'm just not really cut out for 
this serial dating, none of that. So this is really, those are two things that's been a thorn in my flesh for a very long time. And so could you just imagine how Paul must have felt? Now, keep in mind, a lot of people assume that Paul got this thorn because he was sick. Well, he wasn't sick. Well, he was sick, but not like what we think sick, right? So the message was sent to torment him. So Satan was trying to get him, y'all. And he asked God three times to remove that thorn. And God said, nope. He said his grace is sufficient. So when you become agitated or you're very challenged, you're irritated, you're struggling, just know that God's grace is sufficient for you in that time. So Paul was actually sick and tired of people who were opposing and fighting the ministry. Now, I don't know about any of y'all. Here goes another truth moment. I don't know how many times I prayed, Lord, come get your folk. These your people. Get, come, come get them because they are getting on my nerves. I'm sure somebody probably said the same thing about me. She's getting on my nerves. <laughs> come get her. You know, so he was sick and tired of people that was really opposing the ministry and what he was doing for God's ministry for God, basically. And so I thought that this was interesting. A man's true color is quickly seen when he is confronted by his foes. The enemies will bring out the true character of a man. Now, if that ain't a true statement, I don't know what else is. Have you ever just had some folks that you felt like was just your enemy? Just you, they just rubbed you wrong and they made you think all kind of crazy thoughts about, you know, how you didn't like them, you know, or if they say something to you, what you going to say back. If y'all ain't going to be real, I'm going to be real because I have done it many a times. I've had a full fledged conversation about folk I did not like. Even though I didn't say it to them, they couldn't hear it. But if if my thoughts could tell a story, they would have told on me in that moment. And so Paul was not sick. He faced hardships and persecutions. The devil was trying to get people not to listen to Paul. God did not want Paul to become conceited, try to put himself or exalt himself above what God had given him. So now, isn't it just like God to just, you know, because pride and arrogance, y'all, it ain't going in the kingdom. And you might as well just go ahead on and loose that and let that go. So isn't it just like him to let us get but so far and not let us go across that because he already know that it's not going to end well for us. And he knew and so when I said it was an oxymoron, it was a messenger of Satan. However, God allowed it as a reminder to keep him from being conceited. And what was interesting that I read was, was that when Paul was having that, we don't know if it was an in-body or out-of-body experience in the third heaven, there were some things that was revealed to him that he couldn't even speak about. 
So because there were some things that he couldn't speak about, God did not want him to become conceited or arrogant or think he was above what he had been given. So he allowed that thorn to be in his flesh and he never removed it. And so God will allow certain things. Now, keep I explained this before that the devil can only go but so far without getting God's permission. So he had to get permission in order to do that. I know. But God will use the very thing, irritation, hindrances, people, anything that will cause you to get the big head and think you can do anything without him to remind you that you do need him and you can't do nothing without him. And so it was a reminder for Paul. It kept him humble. Now, if you want some things to make you humble or walk in humility, God has his own way of doing those things. And a lot of times people just literally, God has to humble them. And usually when God has to humble you, that's an experience in itself. And trust me, it is nothing like what people could do. The weight of it, how much it can impact you is totally different when he has to humble you. And so, again, it was to keep him humble, keep him walking in humility. And so the thorn may feel uncomfortable, like torment, but it's not to hurt us. So God would allow us to be uncomfortable. And a lot of times that's what's wrong with most of us. We get too comfortable around individuals in situations and it literally becomes a crutch for you. I know for me, when I made the decision to move to Atlanta some years back, it was like there really wasn't anything in Ohio for me. I didn't see myself growing, progressing, you know, so I packed up. Me and my kids, we moved to Atlanta. And my sister, she kept asking me, are you sure you want to go? But let me just tell you, prior to me moving, the engine in my car went out. So I didn't have a car. Um, I had a house when I moved down there. I moved my stuff down there. And, you know, so literally, we didn't go down there staying with anybody. We literally moved into a place. But I didn't, where I lived at, the, the bus stop was at the courthouse, which was in a car 10 minutes up the road, but who going to walk? So I didn't really do a good job of researching out the area where I was moving. Why? Because I had family who lived on the same street. And during that time, um, you know, I thought that things was going to be a lot more differently. I thought I would have the help that I needed. And at that time, I really didn't. And so I had thought about moving back home and I had only been in Atlanta probably several months, but my sister and my mom visited me so often. And my mom just kept saying, no, give it some time. Don't come back. You know, you, you haven't given it enough time. 
Well, let's just say that I only stayed in Atlanta because of my son. Um, my daughter was already grown doing her own thing, basically, and he was in school. Um, but I got tired of Atlanta, was wore out. I hated Atlanta, but I stayed because of my kid. And when I felt that he was secure and he would be okay, that's when I transitioned here to Charlotte. Um, but it wasn't until probably mm, within the last two to three years prior to me moving to Charlotte that I actually became stable. But I had lived in Atlanta for almost 14 years. And because I had such a disgust with being there, I, I struggled most of the time that I was there. And I have done way better here in Charlotte than I did in Atlanta all those years. So a lot of times we can be uncomfortable. And in that uncomfortableness, the uncomfortability, it is irritating. And you're just like, okay, when is this going to stop? When is When am I going to stop being so aggravated with this or annoyed by this? When are they going to stop picking at me, doing things that just irritate me? Because there are some things in you that you have to, that God is going to use to process you through it because he wants to keep you humble. And there's some things that he's working out in us. We don't like it and it always don't feel good, but there's some things that is definitely being worked out in us. So now, like I said, it was like an oxymoron. God allowed the thorn, but it was a messenger of Satan that came to torment him. And basically it was used to buffet him, to keep him from being coming prideful and arrogant. That was the reason why. So when we think about grace and mercy, mercy is the act of withholding deserved punishment. Grace is the act of endowing unmerited favor. So now he told him that his grace was sufficient. And a lot of times we never think about speaking God's word during those situations or over those situations. So when you're agitated, when you're struggling, when you're dealing with a hardship, you have to speak the word over it because his grace is sufficient in that time for you. And so um, it's definitely hard. So when you think about it, it's hard when you want to get back at the person or you're trying to fix the situation without God. I don't know about any of you, but how many times I know for myself, I have taken matters into my own hands. I've been married twice, bad decisions on my part. First one, Definitely knew that that was not the person that I wanted to marry. But because as a woman, most women do this. We put time limits on everything. I figured if I wasn't married by a certain time, then I never was getting married. Well, I was married by the time I was 28, divorced by the time I was 30. The second husband truly was a mama's boy. I kind of knew certain things. But when we got married, it became real clear. And I said, oh, no, I, 
nah, I'm not doing that. So I've been married twice, but I have prayed and asked God for a do-over because I've never experienced the full benefits of being married, what it means to pay bills together, what it means to do the weekend getaways, what it means to do couples things. I have never had that experience. And so um, at 50, because I'm 50, I'm believing that God is going to send me someone that is going to want to do those same things. And we can make it work for whatever time we have left here on the face of this earth. Um, I just have not come to grips yet with the fact that if God doesn't decide to send me anyone, am I going to be okay with that? So if you want to think of another thorn for me, that would be one. And I just pray that he would not allow me to live the rest of my days out alone um, because that is truly not my heart's desire. So, you know, when you really think about a thorn in your flesh, think about the thing. Think about his grace being sufficient. Think about it is only but for a minute. And no, he's not going to remove that because there are some things that need to be worked out in you. So, you know, I hope that you all got something out of that. Um, it was kind of interesting when I started to work on the information to do for this podcast. And it was so funny because, again, a thorn in, a thorn in your flesh. That could be just a number of different things. And when it's... When you're going through it, the last thing you be really wanting somebody to say is, it's going to be okay, you know, God's grace is sufficient. I already know that. A lot of times we don't really want to hear that. We just want it or them, we want to be away from them or we want it to just stop. We want things to become better for us. Um, not realizing that Things are better. Things are just the way they're supposed to be because there's purpose in it. And those thorns in your flesh, whatever they may be, are the very things that should keep you at his feet. Near the cross, in conversation, prayer, in his word, your Bible. Because that's the way that you get through the struggle. That's the way that you get through the hardship. That's the way that you get through that irritation. Um, and I'm preaching to the choir. So that's for me first, first and foremost, anything that I'm sharing with you is for me first. Um, firm believer in that. But, you know, again, I want to just say thank you for joining me tonight. Um, but before I go, want to talk a little bit about my sister's organization, more than my pretty face. She is having a tea etiquette event for mothers and daughters coming up in April. If you want to know more about um, the organization, you can go to morethanmyprettyface.org and kind of see what we're doing. Um, it's going to be an awesome event. If you want to find out how you can donate or volunteer, go to the website morethanmyprettyface.org. 
um, awesome organization. The girls are youth girls between the ages of 14 and 18. And y'all, God is just doing some amazing things. Um, the donations are coming in. There are so many people that want to be a part and help. Um, we're still very new to this nonprofit. It's a lot of work. That's all I'm going to say. It's a lot of work. And some days it can be very fulfilling. And then there are other days when it's just like, mm -mm, I don't want no parts of this today. So, but again, if you get a moment, you know, go to morethanmyprettyface.org. If you have not had an opportunity to follow me on Instagram, uh, my Instagram, my IG name is broken underscore zero one 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 two one. That's usually where I do, I post up whatever I'm going to be talking about. Um, that is my business page for my podcast. Of course, I'm a self-published author. So if you want to take a look at my book, um, do me a favor, go to Amazon. It's on Amazon right now, broken. To be or not to be, that is the question. I know you're probably thinking, what is her fascination with this word broken? Well, broken is a very strong word. There's no really no fascination for it, but it's a very strong word, even though we look at it from a negative aspect. I'm just choosing to use it and bring it to a positive light because it is a very strong word and it is a positive word. It's just all in the way that you look at it. But anyway, it's on Amazon. Um, it's a small book. It's on Kindle or you can get a paperback. Um, but if you know someone, get them a copy. Get you a copy. Um, share it. You know, it's got a powerful word in there. Um, and I'm excited. It's the second edition of my very first public self-published book. And God has just done some amazing things. Um, he has allowed me to meet some amazing people along the way via that book. Um, so I'm just very grateful and very thankful for that. Also, next week, I will have a guest. And it's going to be an awesome show, y'all. I'm so excited about the individual that's going to be um, on the show next week. And when I tell y'all, she little, but she, she is awesome. So I'm excited about that. Um, and again, thank you for just, you know, taking the time to join me. Um, but before I go... Gracious and Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to just come before you this evening. Thank you for those who are listening, Father God. I pray that they've got, they got something out of the word tonight, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for the platform, Father God. I thank you just for your grace and your mercy, Father God. I thank you that your grace is sufficient, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that even as they go about the rest of their evening and the rest of their week, Father God, that you will put the right people in their pathway, Father God, that you will put their names in ears that they couldn't have put their name, their names in, Father God. I thank you that you will open up doors unimaginable with in, endless possibilities for them, Father God. I thank you that you will close doors that need to be closed. And Lord, we will just give you honor. We'll give you glory and we will give you praise. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. I'm your host, Robin, and thank you again for joining me. You can find this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and of course, Podbean. 
Blessings to you. See you guys next week.